Welcome to Talk To Me Baby, where we believe that knowing yourself and living in accordance with that is the biggest asset you can possess in life. Today on Talk To Me Baby, we are going to talk about identity shifting. We're gonna get into it a little bit more in future episodes, but I thought I would introduce it today. I don't know if you can see him on camera, but just a word to the wise, especially if you're watching us on YouTube, our young master Dawson is here with us today. That is one of my two cats. So you might see his little furry head pop up in view of the camera since he's sitting right in front of it. And you know what? We just are gonna roll with the punches because I'm not gonna put baby in a corner. So it was my birthday this week, which is why we are going to be talking about identity shifting. I've been thinking about how I want this year, this trip around the sun to be different, okay? I'm not a huge fan of New Year's. I've never really been like that gung-ho about like, let me change my whole life and it's New Year's and clean slate and all of that. I think you can do that anytime that you want to. And a birthday is as good a time as any because you are in a position during a birthday to just reflect on the last year and think about what it is that you want. So you know how people will typically do like a word of the year. My word of this year is going to be devotion. And it's funny because since I decided that, I've been seeing the word devotion all over the place. Like it's just been popping up constantly in captions that I'm reading on Instagram and in books and and in other things, it just comes up a lot. It's funny how that works out. So that's just a little confirmation for me that that is a good word. And why did I choose devotion? Because I plan on this year to be more devoted to myself than I ever been before. Devoted to my dreams, devoted to my desires, devoted to who I am becoming, right? This podcast is certainly part of that, you know? So today I thought we could get to know each other a little bit better. I can tell you a little bit about identity shifting and how I've been doing that bit by bit since 2019, which is really what kicked it all off for me. And the truth is you are going to be seeing this in real time, right? So I invite you to think about your own life. If there are things that you want to change and if there's a version of yourself that you want to step into, things that you want for yourself, a higher self, if you aspire to, then let's do it. Let's do it together because you are going to be witnessing me going through this process. And I want you to do it with me, join in if that's something that you're interested in. Because I am really big on integrity and I want to walk the walk and I want to talk the talk. I'm never going to come on here and tell you things that I'm not trying out or testing out in my own life. Everything that I'm sharing is through lived experience and things that I've actually gone through in my life, things that I've learned, things that I've personally observed and what I'm learning on the way, right? I'm never going to sit here like some YouTubers and podcasters and say, hi, my life is perfect and I have it all together. So I'm going to tell you people how to live that way. I can feel morally superior and fill the gaping hole in my heart with validation. Like, and subscribe for more. We're not doing that here. Okay. That's just, (laughs) that's not it. I don't, Dawson is rubbing his face on the mic. He likes it. He's into the Yeti. Okay. I, I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to tell you that I have it all figured out. Therefore, this is what I need to tell you the masses for you to learn. That's, That's not what's happening here. And it's funny because when I first started creating content back when I was more focused on business content, I still have a business, but when I was doing things in relation to marketing and copywriting and all that, there was this sense of, well, I have to have it all figured out. And and I know a lot of people struggle with that. So that's not what's going to happen here. 
So let's start in the beginning. I'm not going to bore you with my whole life story. I was born on a potato farm and I know. So just some fun things that you should know about me. I am Cuban American. My dad is Cuban. My mom is American. I grew up in Miami. I you know, spent a lot of time with my Cuban side of the family. You may have noticed that here and there I will sprinkle in some of the, the Spanish. Okay, Ana de Armas has to be una prima or something because there's not that many de Armases out there. Okay, it is little d. E space, capital A-R-M-A-S, okay? At least that's how I spell it. And, you know, if you are the Armas or you know the Armas, please, we have to be related because there's just, really, there's not that many of us. So I was always a creative child. I read a lot as a kid. I did dance and acting and singing and I took drawing lessons and I took art classes in school and I actually wanted to go to an art college But I went to a liberal arts college instead, and I don't regret that decision. I studied art history, and I got a minor in business because it was practical, right? My dad asked me to (laughs) do something practical. So that's what I did. And, you know, when I graduated, I went into the business world. And I think that I've always also had kind of this more businessy side or at least traits that lend themselves more to the businessy side. And maybe you feel like this as well. I think it's really important to know yourself and know the difference between is this really who I am and are the things that I'm doing in my job or in whatever my chosen profession, are those talents and skills that are really truthfully me or are these things coping mechanisms that I've just learned along the way because I had a dream and then I was told that it was too outlandish and I needed to pick something practical in life, you know, and is that why I'm doing it? I know that there is a very strong analytical side to me as well, a side that is really good at pattern recognition. I'm methodical. I'm strategic. I'm really good at taking big picture concepts and distilling them down into little bite-sized chunks and synthesizing a lot of information and knowing what are the key points and a lot of things that do lend themselves well to the business world. But I think for a very long time, I've just defaulted into that and it's just become commonplace. And so that is part of what I am trying to change with this podcast is expressing that creativity more. In the future, I'm also going to be sharing more things that I've written, essays, poetry, just anything and everything through email and through other formats. What that looks like, I don't know, because I'm figuring it out as I go. And this is new for me because in the past, I would have wanted to have it all buttoned up and I would have wanted to know, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this, and this is how I'm going to present it. And then this is what's going to happen. And right now I'm kind of just taking it as it comes which is part of the identity shift. It's me not feeling like I have to have it all figured out to get to that place where I can actually just move forward and know that all I need is the next little step. That's a very new way of being for me. I'm the kind of person who's like, I want to know exactly where I'm going and I want to know every single step along the way. So that's what this podcast is. It's a, it's an exercise in that self-expression. So friend, I appreciate you being here on the ground floor as this grows, because I am very passionate about this topic. I really think when you know yourself, that makes you powerful. And then when you can live in a way that honors who you are and what you really want, and you are following your own gut, your intuition, your guidance, one-on-one direction from the universe, that makes you really unstoppable. And it makes your life flow in this really fun and delicious way because you're not relying on outside sources to tell you which way to go and what to do. You are relying on your own internal guidance. And that's uncommon. I think more and more people are starting to do that, but many people just kind of default to the path or what everybody else is doing. And they look to others for that guidance. When you already have that guidance inside of you, you just need to learn how to listen to it and how to tap into it. And when you're able to do that, you can live authentically, <laughs> you know, that word we toss around, living authentically, but that's 
the byproduct of it. You're actually living authentically. And then that makes it so that the decisions you make are yours and yours alone. And it makes it harder for other people to control you, whether the they's, right? The they's out there, the they's are actually trying to control you or they're subconsciously trying to control you because you are making them uncomfortable, right? Because you chose differently. You are living in accordance with who you are at your own rhythm, your own pace, your own direction. Maybe they chose a more conventional route and then they see you living differently and it's like, oh, well, wait, I didn't know I had that option. And there, there's a lot of projection that comes along with that, but you doing that invites others to do it as well. It doesn't mean that everything is going to be peaches along the way, but you are going to be building towards the next thing and the next thing in your life when you are really living in accordance with what you feel and you're not letting this outside societal pressure guide you and your decisions, right? So 2019 is the year that really kind of kicked all of this off for me. I started working with a mindset coach, manifesting coach. At the time, I thought I wanted to move to New York and I wanted to get some cushy job. I was really dissatisfied in my work. I was working in corporate America. I started my career in advertising and then I moved to work at NBC Telemundo. I bounced around. I did social media for a while and I did content. Then I was on this team called Revenue Strategy, which I mean, frankly, was a disaster. Right. Like it was just kind of the thing where it was set up to fail. It was like the writing was on the wall, even from the beginning. And it was great because it was, it kind of gave me the exit that I needed. I got laid off. I had been laid off previously from my agency job. So if anyone has been laid off who's listening into this, I 100% know how you feel. Maybe I'll get into that full length story another time because it's kind of funny. But prior to all of that, earlier in 2019, I started working with this mindset coach and I was like, I'm going to move to New York. I love New York, but looking back now, I can see how I was just trying to find something that would impress other people. That's why I wanted to move to New York because I wanted to basically prove to everyone in that corporate environment, like, ha, like I can do better than this. I'm moving. You're not valuing me. Like, toma. You know, that was really the motivation behind it. In the back of my mind, I thought, I'm going to move to New York and then I'll be a writer. I'll move to New York and then I'll become a writer. I'll get this cushy job at a really big name place and then I'll be a writer, right? And what ended up happening is that I got pretty close. I mean, I hustled. I contacted everybody I knew that was in New York. I was doing informational interviews. I was working towards this goal and I would get really close and then it would fall through and then it would get really close and it would fall through. And eventually, I almost got this job at Google right? I was probably still pretty early in the process to be fair, but I was perfect for this job. I was a shoe in for this job. I knew exactly what they needed. I knew exactly what they wanted and I didn't get it. And that's when it clicked. And I was like, oh, wait, I don't actually want to work for anyone else. I want to work for myself. And I don't actually want to move to New York. It was just this huge eureka moment, even through the sadness and the pain of not moving forward and feeling like yet again, we're going on the fourth, the fifth, the sixth time of getting close and then nothing and getting close and then nothing. I realized, wait a second, I don't actually want to work at Google. I don't want to work anywhere. I want to work for me. And so I started learning about copywriting and that whole process was through osmosis. I went on an internet rabbit hole and I ended up finding out about this conference that was taking place. It was a four hour drive. I asked for time off and I went to this conference of copywriters and everybody there was a copywriter. And that was my first introduction into copywriting into the online business world. The online business world has become a very different place since then. It has become overrun 
with courses and coaching and all of this stuff, most of it, I'm just going to tell you BS, right? I'm sorry to say, I am not trying to knock anyone who has courses and coaching that's actually doing really well. Cause I've personally invested in co coaches and courses that I do think are 1000% worth it. But I do think that a lot of people jumped on this bandwagon during the pandemic and we're kind of seeing at least in the marketplace, people getting burnt out with this concept of coaching. But I decided I was going to start doing copywriting. Towards the end of 2019, I had three major things happen all within a span of 30 days. So I was married before and I was in Australia with my now ex-husband when we were married then. And my dad ended up having emergency triple bypass heart surgery. Literally died and came back to life. It was like day two or three of the trip. There was no way to get back in time by the time he had to have surgery. So I was as far away as possible during this entire ordeal. He's fine now. He's great. But, you know, at the time it was extremely stressful. That whole situation was the catalyst for me realizing, okay, I need to get out of this marriage. And then when I got back about two weeks later, I got laid off. So within the span of 30 days, my dad died and came back to life had massive surgery. I decided I need to get divorced and then I lost my job. I think any one of those things would be traumatic, but altogether, I mean, it was a lot, right? I'm somebody who can really handle change when it's coming at me. When the tidal waves of change are coming at me, I'm good because I just kind of go into this mode where for better or worse, I shut the emotion off and I'm like, I just need to deal with this. Right. And it's not that I'm not taking care of myself. I'm, I am during that process, but it's like on a practical level, things just need to be done. And so even though it might feel like obviously a lot of change, it really does have to do with identity all happening at the same time. For me, it felt manageable because it was coming at me when I have to initiate change, which is what I'm doing now in real time with you all, when I have to initiate change, that's when it's scarier because it's something that I'm starting. When it's change that's thrust upon me, it's easier for me to deal with. And so after I got laid off, I doubled down on the copywriting thing, still was going to get divorced. You know, I had a lot of people tell me, you know, why don't you just get another job? Why don't you work here? I had a lot of well-meaning family and friends sending me links to jobs and openings and being like, hey, there's an opening here. Why don't you interview? They wanted what was best for me, but I was like, no, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm going to do this. Even though, yeah, financially, there was a lot at stake for me. And emotionally, there was a lot at stake for me, but I wanted to continue. And so I went on this path of learning about copywriting launched my copywriting business. I had all my portfolio ready. I participated in this course by these very, very smart copywriters have this whole kind of copywriting group and community really understood not only the copywriting skills, but the basics of how do you even start a business and how do you price and all of that stuff, which was awesome. I had all of that information and knowledge. Went out there, started making contacts. Everyone was like, yeah, great, let's talk. And then the world shut down a week later. We went into lockdown for the pandemic and nothing happened for a while. It wasn't until July that I got my very first copywriting project and then things started to pick up. And since then, I've been in this mode of being a copywriter, doing marketing consulting. I've relaunched and rewritten my website probably four or five times at this point and just been trying to figure out 
where do I fit into this world and how do I navigate this world? And one thing that I have learned about the online business world, which I think can be applied to life. So even if you have no idea what I'm talking about, when I talk about the online business world, I think that this would apply to you. And that is that the online business world kind of forces you into a box. You have to niche and you have to play in this arena. And if you're going to be a service provider, then you have to know exactly what your services are. And I think in business in general and in life as well, it's kind of like you need to make a decision about what you're going to do and what it's going to look like. And then you work towards that. So you kind of have this end goal in mind and then you plot out all of the different things that have to happen for you to get there. And then you just, you go, right? And you do it. And that's great, but it's also limiting, right? If you are going to be selling anything to anybody else, if you are going to present yourself to the world in any capacity, you need to know what you're about and you need to know what you're selling and you need to know all these things. But I also think that it makes us live in a way that is at odds with the entire concept of this podcast, which is knowing yourself and who you are and allowing yourself to be directed by your own innate wisdom because you have it, you have innate wisdom. And I remember my mindset coach telling me a few times throughout this whole process when I was like, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where to go and I don't know what I'm supposed to do and I feel confused. She would just say, you know, which was super annoying because I was like, well, if I knew, then I would know and then I wouldn't feel this confusion. But I really did feel confused. And even now, I find that I repeat that a lot. Well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And I have to stop myself and say, no, I do know. Maybe I don't know consciously right now. Maybe it's not crystal clear, but there is a part of me, the larger soul part of me that knows and is feeding me information and is whispering to me. And I may not be able to hear it right now, but it's there. All I need to do is quiet my mind. All I need to do is let those things surface, let those things come to me and, and I will be guided. And I have seen time and time again that it does pan out when you allow yourself to quiet the mind, when you start listening and you just, you get an impulse, play it out, see what happens. Don't immediately kill it with your logic and with your brain listing all of the reasons why that's impossible or that could never happen. If it feels good to you in the moment, and we've talked about this in the very first episode of this podcast, if it feels good to you in the moment, or it feels at least neutral, like it seems interesting, right? You feel your body leaning into it, follow it. Just see what happens. Don't discard it because it seems impossible or it'll never happen or, oh, I could never do that or I can never be that talented or, well, what would I do with this and this and that, okay? Our jobs as humans is not to know the how or the when or the where. We are only supposed to know what and why. What? And why? The rest will be filled in. You have to trust this. And there are ways that you can learn how to start trusting your inner voice. Go back to episode one for some very practical guidance on that. But once you start and you go down this path, you will see how living in this way helps things happen that you could have never predicted or you could have imagined before right? I don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. My hope is that things will happen so then I can share them with you and I can say, look, I followed this and these things happened. There have been other things in my life, for example, the copywriting. 
I followed that, I ended up writing copy for Walmart. I wrote radio spots and I wrote words that ended up in some of the stores. I have worked with amazing business owners. I got this amazing gig consulting. Let me tell you the story really quick. And then we'll go back to online business. I ended up wanting this job where I was like, I just want to tell people, you know, I just want to give them the advice, but I don't necessarily want to do all the work. Like I want to advise on what they should be doing with their marketing. And then I got this opportunity out of the blue from a contact that I had that was like, oh, we would like you to consult with the small business development center. And so I've been doing that for about a year now where I consult with small businesses and I give them advice and I'm able to look at their marketing and I give them feedback, but I don't have to do any of the work and it's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't have to actually do the writing for them or the marketing for them. I'm just advising them on what they do and they do it and they come back and then I look at it and then we keep going back and forth and it's awesome. And that type of opportunity, I didn't even know it existed. I didn't even know it was possible, but I was just following this intuitive nudge until I got that. So similarly in the online business world, it forces you into this box and it forces you to live in a certain way because you need to know where you're going and you need to plan it out. And that's a very business focused way of life. And what I'm trying to do now and the way that I'm shifting my identity is to do the opposite. I'm a little bit of a rebel sometimes. I'm one of those people that's kind of bratty where you tell me what to do. I'm like, no. <laughs> and I know that I have that tendency in me, but I also know that I am being called to try this other way. I've been in this analytical, business-minded persona for a really long time. And I feel like that more creative side of me has gone by the wayside. It's always been there, but it hasn't been front and center. And I'm trying to shift so that I'm bringing more of that into who I am and I'm expressing and I'm allowing myself to just be surprised with what can happen. I don't know what is going to happen. I just know the feeling that I'm after and what I'm trying to embody in my life. And that is somebody who flows with life, who's more relaxed, who trusts that life will steer her where she needs to go. And that if she needs to know something, that information will be provided by her own intuition. She doesn't need to constantly be looking out for every single possible thing that could go wrong. I can figure it out as I can go. And that's a very refreshing take. Even this podcast, I was talking to a mentor slash coach that I have. And I was telling him that I wanted to start this. And he was like, oh, great. You know, there's this book that I recommend that's all about content and how then you can take the content and you tie it to your business and what you sell. And I took one look at the book and I was like, no, I'm not doing that because that will stifle this new version of me that just wants to come out and play. And that, that's, that's part of it is being more playful with life and seeing what happens and not being stuck in a box or putting myself in that box before I've even had a chance to figure out what it is. And maybe you feel this way if you are an online business owner. I'm sick of having to be an online business owner. I'm sick of who do you help and why and blah, 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 blah. I just want to be a human. I just want to be a human being. And that is what my hope is, is that you and I, we're in this together. Talk to me, baby. We can be humans. We can just be humans and we don't need to present ourselves in any form or fashion. We can just do what we want. So if you want to start a project and you want to do something and you feel like you're stuck in analysis paralysis or you're waiting for perfection and you have to have every little thing sorted out and the logo perfect and the colors and the this and the that, just go, just do it. Just start ugly, right? That's the phrase, start ugly. Just do something. Don't wait. Let yourself be guided and just trust that 
as you go, you will figure it out. And I'm sure that you will see as we go on this journey together, things will change and things will shift. And my goal is to be honest with you, to have integrity with you, to share what's working in my life in the hopes that it might help you in some capacity so that we can we can live differently. So devotion, devotion to this, devotion to what I've just expressed, that is what I'm aiming for this year is to have devotion towards my dreams and this version of me that I'm becoming. I invite you to do the same. As always, if you are interested in anything on my body, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this, there will be links in the description below for you to check out. This has been your episode of Talk To Me Baby. I'm Emily Armas. I'm a copywriter, a regular writer, a human, and I'm figuring it out as I go. And that's perfect for now. See you later.